Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach for entrepreneurs specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I've got a number one surefire tip for dealing with combative people online and, yes, in the real world. It's remarkably simple, and I know it's going to really help you not just find peace and common within yourself, but more importantly, not to get dragged into debates that are not needed nor necessary. So stay tuned after this short break and we will get straight to it. Hey there, and we're back. So glad that you are here with me. If this is your very first time listening, welcome. This is not just a podcast for introverts or entrepreneurs. It's a podcast for anyone who wants to grow their business, improve their mindset, and more importantly, communicating with love instead of intimidating with fear or seducing people with guilt. And I know if you are loving that, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you listen. So that way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And for those of you guys who have been listening, so awesome that you're still here with me. Be sure to share this podcast with someone else. That way, you are helping them, as well as yourself, to communicate with love. And also, check out info.denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to sign up to my free weekly mailing list. I drop them every Monday morning. You can be able to join Energy, my free support group, learn more about my story and why am I a life coach for entrepreneurs specializing in traumas and addictions. Great question. You can find that out, learn more about my story and so many fun things that you can find on my main website, denisegelee.com. And I dropped the link in the show notes below so you can be able to access them at your convenience. Also check out anchor.fm slash denisegelee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. I love hearing messages from you guys. I love being able to speak on topics based on what you say. And I wouldn't know your opinion unless you let me no directly. So be sure to let me know via this voicemail option. Make sure you include in the beginning or the end of the voicemail message whether I have permission to air your message. And also, do not be shy to reach out and contact me via info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There's a button where you can send me a message and I would love to hear from you directly. Okay, this topic about dealing with combative people is really important because this idea that we are trying to eliminate confusion and is a myth. We're not going to be able to eliminate confusion or strife or disharmony. There are just some people who just wake up and they're just feeling pissed off and angry and they want to just lash out on someone. And they have some terrible intrapersonal issues that they're dealing with. And just because they're dealing with their own junk doesn't mean that they have to deliver the box of insanity onto you. So this conversation happens frequently online. And the reason behind it, I mean, there's tons of studies that back it up. But the, the issue behind it is that people feel that they're shielded from this cloak of anonymity, meaning that they don't know you, they don't you don't know them, you don't interact with them in the real world. And they would say things and do things that they normally wouldn't do with people that know them because they don't feel the consequence. So it's so much easier for them to be combative and to strike up an argument. And there's some people that just don't really know how to communicate well. And so aren't you so lucky that you're learning through this podcast about how to communicate with love and not resorting to pot shots or games? You know, I remember I was going to a business event just the other day and there was this 
roundtable event where we were all kind of given questions to talk about. And I remember this man, this older gentleman, he was to the left of me, after a brief moment of silence, he was the one who kind of spoke up and said, okay, here now, here's the questions and here, this is what we need to be doing and this is how it, to be done. And I, I heard his big commanding, booming voice. And I remember just sitting there laughing, laughing internally to myself. I thought the whole thing was pretty amusing because I felt his desperate, anxious energy to be seen, to be heard, and to be respected. And there's nothing wrong with wanting respect. The problem is when I saw him do this, I also remembered the moment where he was not engaged in listening and taking notes to what the keynote speaker was saying. So I just thought it was hilarious that he was assuming a leadership position without having the humility to really absorb the material that he was learning. And so I turned to him and I smiled and I said, well, Every group has a natural born leader. And I am so excited that you chose to step and define how we should be doing it and when we should be doing it. And I just want to celebrate your leadership skills in that moment. And I know he felt embarrassed in that moment, but I smiled. I thought the whole thing was hilarious. Look, you're going to have people, not just online, but in the real world, try to assert their authority and show you who's boss and make it clear that they know what they're talking about. And while we can't control that we can be able to recognize when people are trying to bully and intimidate their way into controlling you. And I want to let you know that you have the power first and foremost through identifying what it looks like. Okay. And before I go even further with the story, I just want to say that amazing attitude is going to definitely help you understand yourself and who you are. And for those of you who don't know what Amazing Attitude is, that's my course, my 21-day audio program, where I jump into your inbox and I give you a personal message as well as some journaling prompts to help you understand who you are, what you do, why you do it, and not giving two hoots about how people interpret it because you have a firm foundation of what matters most for you and your life and your agenda and you're not backing down. Amazing Attitude is going to help you push through into that next level. It doesn't matter if you're a coach or creative, a consultant, whatever you are. If you are a service provider or heck, even providing products, there's something of value and amazing attitude. So I just want to make sure that you have that resource. Okay. Now, going back to this idea of volatile people, I definitely understand that there's a desire to want to fight back and try to make a snippy comment or make a jab. And I know that that is a go-to reflex for a lot of people. When we are in stress, we typically go under, we've always heard of the fight or flight, but there's others. There's freeze. You kind of just say nothing. There's flop where you kind of pass out. Most people don't pass out. And there's also fawn where you use flattery in all sorts of the comments. But I want to let you know that it doesn't matter if it's online or in the real world, you've got another option. When you are talking with someone and it's totally clear that they are being combative, okay? Meaning they're making a snap or a jab or trying to insult you subtly. This is what I recommend to do. And I want to share with you an online interaction that happened to me with a very combative person. So just picture the scene. I'm talking about subject A, okay? 
and someone comes in the comment section and wants to talk about issue B. And it doesn't matter that I'm on subject A. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, sweet Lord, I thought we were only talking about subject A. So do you know what I did? Do you know what I said next? I said nothing, nothing, not a zip, zero. I just simply reacted with a heart and offered the stranger no further reply. And do you know why? I've learned that arguing with combative people online and in the real world is not worth it. It took a really long time to arrive at this mindset. If you've been listening to me, you know I like being brainy. You know I like throwing out my definitions and all sorts of technical stuff, okay? I want to have the right answer. But lately, I have questioned the intention behind my motives. I've asked myself, am I saying this because I want to prove them wrong or because it's really necessary? Which one is it really? And that's something I want you to ask yourself. When you want to respond, if you feel yourself wanting to do it to spite or get back even, the best thing you can do is silence. That is a best response. Because when we engage in getting combative right back with sermon or making assumptions or all sorts of stuff, we lose our power. Look, here's the thing. 90% of communication is nonverbal. Gestures, tones of voice, postures, facial expressions. And the small point of it is actually the words. Okay? And if we are choosing words out of a sense of fear, intimidation, angst, stri- strife, all that, we are losing our power. We're losing our objectivity. And when we want to talk more and more and more and some more, we lose that, okay? It's not worth it. And sometimes the best comment is no comment at all. As I alluded to in the beginning of our conversation, there's multiple reasons why people are combative, okay? Aside from online, the social anonymity issue, there's some people who don't want to hear what you have to say because they just want to hear the answer that makes them feel good about themselves. They've already made a decision up in their mind what they want to hear. I'll never forget many years ago, I went to see a new friend at her house and she was showing me all the things that she was doing, all the renovations that was made. And I remember looking at the house and I was thinking, boy, this contractor did a really crappy job. And I remember looking at her face and the beam, the smile, pride in her face. And I realized in that moment, she didn't want to hear my opinion about what should and shouldn't have been done with the work. She just wanted to hear, wow, this was great. When you see someone showing you through their their behavior that all they want is validation, if you go contrary to that, they feel as if you are attacking them. Now, that's lunacy, but a lot of people are very thin-skinned and they can't tolerate any form of criticism or constructive feedback. And so unless you want to get dragged into trying to cajole them into seeing things your way or or, uh, creating some other scenario where they can understand that your perspective is not a condemnation against their own choices, you don't got time for that, okay? Defer them to people like me to help them to understand beyond themselves and beyond their fears and concerns. Your job is more or less to communicate with love. 
the best way, if you choose not to say anything, is to say, thank you for sharing. Thanks for your opinion, which is true. You are thankful for the gift of the conversation. And the other reason why we need to be very careful in saying either nothing or a thank you note or a thank you message is that some people want to stray off course because they're feeling insecure about their own junk. They could have been having a bad day with their clients or their parent or who, who, whoever in their lives. And the last thing they want to hear is your mouth saying anything that could be viewed as negative. And if you're dealing with someone who is literally on the edge because of health problems, mental health issues, whatever, don't push them off the ledge, okay? Because Lord knows if you make them feel guarded and secure, they're going to have you on their personal hit list for coming back again and again and again. And trust me, I had, I remember on social media, especially on Twitter, I've had to block and mute people and all sorts of stuff because they were not mature enough to handle that everybody doesn't think like them. And it's not an insult to who they are. Unfortunately, a lot of people, grown people, struggle with their own self-worth and self-identity. And instead of going down the rabbit hole, ask yourself whether or not the conversation is worth further discussion. Ask yourself that. Because sometimes the best win is to let someone else quote unquote win. Don't get me wrong. I got strong opinions, but I realize that valuing my own personal sanity is higher than trying to outwit, outsmart, or outlast someone. Okay. And yeah, sure. We aren't going to agree to everything, but do we need to agree on everything? Do we really? Do we need to be in total alignment of all the time, like a weird cult? Now, I don't think so. There are too many other things that rank higher in life. Besides, we all have different perspectives based on our education, temperament, cultural background, values, all sorts of stuff. Look, when I go to different business events, I'm not expecting people to have a major or minor psychology, okay? I only meet people to the level of maturity that they are at. Don't try to drag someone to a place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, they're not ready to go. All you're going to do is breed resentment, okay? And look, I didn't arrive at this place of thinking miraculously. I didn't just wake up and just think one day, wow, it doesn't help anyone, including yourself, to be an asshole to people when they're being an asshole. This whole eye for an eye, two for two thing doesn't make any sense. I didn't get here overnight. It took an evolution. And that that part was understanding and understanding my own personal power, my own personal strength, my own personal weaknesses, so that when I get triggered, I didn't have to go there. And I've got tons of <laughs> days of amazing attitude that talk about avoiding getting triggered, avoiding being sucked into the whirlwind of confusion and disaster. Like I, I was thinking about one of my workbooks and I have a little page called, are you tired of crazy town? And then this particular workbook that I have is for private clients. And I talk about the idea of when we feel triggered, we can do X, Y, and Z and how we don't have to own 
the craziness of other people and admitting that we have craziness. You know, I, I'm not a big stand-up comedian person, but I remember, I think it was Monique or someone, and I remember she came up with this skit where she was basically saying, honey, are you ever tired of your own crap? Have you ever just woke up in the morning and you looked in the mirror and you say, gosh, I'm tired of you. Not in a self-defeating, self-demeaning way, but this idea of have you ever woke up and you said, you know what? I'm tired of the hysterics. I'm tired of being emotionally triggered. I'm tired of repeating these cycles of self-loathing and self-pity. I'm tired of being sensitive all the time. I'm tired of my own crap. Now, of course, (laughs) this comedian said a lot stronger words, but I like to keep this podcast clean so that's why I'm not doing a little light editing brushwork of her words but the fact of the matter is are we ready to wake up and say you know what I'm tired of making excuses for myself I'm tired of being easily triggered I'm tired of being thin-skinned I'm tired of the desire to want to respond to each and every comment online in the real world hoping to God they're going to see things my way and if they don't I'm going to make them remember what I have to say come hell or her water Are we tired of that? Because we can keep our mouth shut. I remember one of my very favorite pastors, he introduced this idea of shut mouth grace. When you open your mouth to want to say something, let the spirit of awareness come upon you (laughs) and realize that in this moment, in this juncture of time, it ain't happening. It ain't necessary. And if I do say it, is it really going to shift it? Is it really going to help myself or the other person? Okay. Or is it going to feed my ego? Is it going to make me feel better about myself? Because let me be honest with you. When you decide to get combative, what of a combative person, there's a lot of funky things that happen to you on a biological level. When you are entering that fight mode, right? You're releasing stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, norepinephrine, and those can flood your system and make your heart rise and you're sweating and you're just feeling like you're ready to get your muscles are getting tense and you're getting to rip and roar even if you're just opening your mouth. But that after effect, that after effect can strip the myelin coating off your nerves mutate your cells and can cause cancer. It can cause problems on so many levels. So my advice, friend, is when you want to get ripping and roaring, ask yourself, do I value my thyroid? Do I value my metabolism? Because being in high stress situations doesn't help your body function well. Do I want to be able to think straight? No one thinks straight when their heart is racing and they're feeling anxious and worried, okay? Think about your health. And I know there's a lot of people who actually like to get combative. Maybe you grew up in a family situation where you saw people ready to strike and fight and say the last word and make sure that everybody knew what you were talking about. And that may come naturally, But just because it comes naturally, is it helpful to you long term? I've met too many clients who've told me about their insomnia or their gastrointestinal issues or so many other health manifestations that 
are a direct result of stress. And sometimes if we to be honest to ourselves, we have to say, you know what? Oh, snap. I kind of created the stress by my own doing. I was trying to overwork, over outlast and trying to dominate people in situations that I can't, that they're totally beyond our control. And it's freeing when we say, you know what? I release you. I'm not choosing to further engage. And I know there's some people who might look you mystified because like, wait a minute, they're used to you putting up your dukes and ready to fight. Or perhaps they're used to you running away. Now, when I say say nothing, I didn't say run away. I said measure your words, thanking them, acknowledging what they said. You don't have to explain your feelings or thoughts to people who aren't interested in hearing them, okay? So often we feel as if we don't feel good about ourselves unless we're validated. My love, validate yourself. Choose to guard your energy. Choose not to give it away by expecting things from people who may not have the capacity nor interest in learning more about who you are, what matters to you, or even understanding your perspective. There's a lot of people who are very thin-skinned and they don't want to examine themselves. And they want to live life like a big old wrecking ball, tumbling and fumbling over everybody. And you can see they feel stressed. You can see that they are going through a lot of internal strife and confusion. Is it your job to try to point that out? No. Your job is to guard your heart, guard your feelings, and understand where they end and where you begin. And where you begin is from always a place of self-love and understanding that not everybody is meant to grow at the same path emotionally as you. So with that all being said, understand that in the real world as well as online, There are people who want to fight and feud with you and they're going to want to drag you off topic or or even ignore what you're trying to say and try to push their agenda and their own viewpoint. And my suggestion to you is don't take the bait. Say nothing. If they insist on hearing what you have to say, just say thank you for your opinion. Now, the only time we open our mouths when we say something is if they are interested in hearing what we have to say. And Here's a clarifying question that you can point to the who's speaking to you. Say, hey, are you interested in hearing what I have to say? Or are you just simply stating your opinions and beliefs or feelings? That makes it very clear. Because look, a lot of times people don't even know what their intention are. They just want to open their mouth and let somebody else hear in them. And that's totally cool. But you, my dear, have to guard your heart and your energy and understand that not everybody has arrived at the same emotional maturity that you have. And respect the fact that people grow at their own speed and their own pace. And some people won't grow at all. And that's okay. That's their own path that they have to take. You are in charge of you. Okay. Well, that is it. I hope you enjoyed our time with one another. What did I say about this issue of keeping our mouths shut and handling combative people? Was it the having the gift to shut mouth grace? Is it the issue of recognizing that... When we go and feud with people, it hurts us on a, not just a psychological,